back for another one. Hey, what's going on? It's your main man, Richie Rich. Let me go ahead and put on my thinking cap. Ah, there it is. This episode is brought to you by Wordy.com. It's my social media site as well as VidMondo.com. That is my video sharing platform. Listen, some good news today. First off, thank you to the 1,500 subscribers. Uh, every one of you count. I really appreciate every single one of y'all. Um, also, today marks a revolutionary time. I am going to do a stock that was uh, brought to my attention by someone who watched one of the other videos. So that is that's news. That is progress. That lets me know that people are le learning from the videos, and I certainly appreciate it. So this episode is dedicated to my main man, Samuel. Thank you for the heads up on this company. And for anybody else, if you would like for me to analyze any of the companies you're interested in, just do what Sam did. Um, drop a comment and I'll, I'll, I'll read it and follow, follow suit. All right. So anyway, let's have some fun. We're going to get right back, uh, back to the game. We're going to use Wordy.com today. As you know, Wordy.com is my social media site in which I'm trying to not overload your senses. It's a really fun way to communicate. And when you leave a message, you can uh, post your message on the homepage. Apparently, <laughs> this particular, um, oh, wow, that's, that might explain it. You can only post 15 words unless you have a premium account. Uh, but in that case, that was a lot more than 15, even 45. All right, here we go. Well, this is a new one. I am, <laughs> I'll be the first one to tell you. I think I've invested in this company before, but a long time ago, maybe even a year or two, two years ago. So this is a whole different, you know, different company in my opinion. But anyway, uh, Metin Ed Techs. Uh, what is this word? Metin Ed Tech Education Group. Okay, whatever. I'm not going to try to do I'm not going to try that again. All right, so let's have some fun here. Uh, you know how I do it. I like to look at a few things to get me started. And, um, Let's get these things going. The very first thing I'll take a look at is the market cap. The market cap for this company is 3.77 million. In my opinion, that's pretty low. In my opinion. I would also like to make note of the volume. Uh, today's trading saw about 128,000 transactions. In my opinion, that is also very low. That is a uh, very low amount of people or transactions taking place. As you know, the more volume that a company has, the more potential it has to make a huge run. Um, on average, this company sees about 300,000 transactions per day. This is very low in my personal opinion. Now, as you know, I like to start every company with an A, but already looking at the volume, I'm going to drop it down to a B. Uh, those numbers don't inspire. They don't put me in a space where I think I can make some money here. And again, I want to make sure I clarify I'm not rating the stock the company i'm rating the potential or potential to earn money which i would imagine is what you're here for you're not necessarily here to uh you know just take up the scene you're here to can i make some money with this company and that's what i try to you know look at and by the way i'm not your financial advisor you know that though all right so let's take a look at some other information before i look at historical data i would like to know a little more about the profile of the company and what the company does if you don't know you know, this this is something I had to learn. I, did, I didn't always look at what the company represented or what they did or the CEO. But I think at this point in my investing career, I would argue that that has become more and more important to me. So here we go. For the fiscal year, now I don't want to look at the financial stuff yet. I want to look at who these people are, what they believe in, what they do, what sector they're in. These are the things I'm most interested in right now. All right. So, uh... Let's see, I got all these ads here. Metin Holding Group Limited, 
formerly Medin EdTech Education Group Limited, is a English language teaching provider in China. Okay, I like Chinese companies. As you know, I love companies from China. They seem to follow a different set of rules. Of course, they're on an American stock, stock exchange. However, you know, their patterns, their sales and price patterns just don't seem to mimic what I see in American companies. So I, I actually like China company or companies from China. The company is involved in providing the train of, training of English language and related skills for Chinese students. Interesting. So this company appear, appears to be somewhat of a translator for uh, Chinese individuals um, in which they translate English for those individuals. I like that. It's pretty cool. Anyway, um, and related skills for Chinese students and professionals through a digital platform and network of learning centers. The company provides adult and junior ELT services under the Metin brand name. So you're, you're basic, basically investing in a brand that offers translation. I'll be, I'm just going to go straight off the top. Now, again, when I'm doing this, I'm just letting you, I'm, I'm speaking out loud what I would normally say to myself for no one else to see. Um, but I want to go ahead and get to the, you know, I want to just kind of free flow here. Oh yeah. Time out, time out, time out. Did anybody catch that Dogecoin spike? It went from like 0.7, like 0.07 cents a coin to like 13 cents a coin. If you caught that, please let me know. I caught it. All right. Not going to brag though. No, I'm not that person, but man, was that a beautiful two, that was a beautiful day and beautiful two days, beautiful two days. You got to get into crypto. I don't know if you want to get in now, but man, you missed that one. Anyway, um, totally off, off basis here. So you're investing in a translation company. All right. Under the ABC brand name and online EOT services under the like Shuo brand name, the company uses artificial intelligence. Okay. So what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing here would have made me happy about 10 years ago. Uh, but now we have Zoom. Now we have AI and different, you know, translators. You can buy a translator off of Amazon. Like, translators are no longer the, uh, you know, the secrecy, uh, the secret or the, the, the uh, high tech device that it used to be. Um, so if you ask me, I mean, here's the thing I'm saying right now. I'm just going to be I'm just going to be straightforward. This company is doing something that can easily be replaced. And this is just my opinion. Uh, we're talking about providing translated English for Chinese students. And if you look at that in reverse, that's not much of a, of a feat. You go to Google, you take any text from any Chinese literature and you can place it into to Google, uh, Google Translate and get the English translation. You even have devices that you can speak into that will translate. So these things that they seem to focus on are not groundbreaking in my personal opinion. Which is why I'm going to uh, hold steadfast at a B, and I'm really pushing B minus right now. I'm just not seeing, you know, enough to make me want to um, jump forward. Now it's telling me that this company has 1,409 employees. Not bad, not bad. But that market cap is pretty low considering that number of employees. I don't know. Um, I've seen companies with only one employee that have greater market caps than 3.77 million. All right, this industry is diversified consumer services, which is kind of confusing for me because I don't see any any diversification. It seems to be uh, solely based in translation in English or the language of English or the English language. All right, consumer discretionary. Okay, all right. I don't know if you can tell or not. Um, not on board yet, but let's keep looking. Let's take a look. I would like to look at um, the historical data next. I would like to look at the historical data next. Here we go. Over the last 30 days, what has MetX accomplished? What have their price, what have they been doing? Right now, the stock is trading at 27 cents 
about uh, you know close to 28 cents. The high over the last 30 days is 37 cents. That's a positive, depending on how you look at it, of course. And the low is 29 cents. But that couldn't be considering that today is at 27.8. Let's just take a look at that again. That's the average. I'm sorry. The low is 25.10. See, 25.10. So it's not far from the low. That is a positive in my personal opinion. That means that it is hovering around its low. That can tell that tells me that it may not lose a lot of money. Uh, you know, if you got in right now at 27.8, you can expect at the very worst for it to drop down to about 27, well, 25 cents rather. That's not a big loss. Okay. And if you look at the high, the high is 37 cents. That's definitely a big gain. And one thing that I've noticed about China companies, they follow a very strict pattern. You can usually, when it comes to Chinese companies, this is not 100% proof positive, but most Chinese companies I've noticed just investing in them over the years, they follow a very strict, uh, you know, pricing pattern. Okay. So if this stock hit 25, and then at some point, you know, I don't know, I haven't seen the patterns, but I've just noticed over time and in investing in Chinese companies, they follow a pattern. I would like to look a little further, though, um, just to make sure I'm not blindsiding myself. I want to go back a little further to the beginning of the year to see exactly what this company has been doing uh, over this time. OK, so let's take a look at MetX long term. Here's what I'm finding. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow. It hit $8.25. Oh my goodness. That is that is a number. Okay, I have to figure out what day that happened. That's a number. So that happened way back in January. I have to know what news came out that created this. Oh my, this is this is uh I don't know whether to be afraid or happy. I don't know. This is different. Okay. Um the lowest is 25 cents. We know about that low. We're not afraid of that low. We saw that low. That happened sometime in between September and uh, now, which is November 1st, if you're watching this. And then the average over that time is $2.67. That's a heck of an average for a penny stock. Man, things just got real interesting. I felt my body heat up. <laughs> okay, let me tell you why I'm excited, just in case it's not clear. This stock is trading right now for $0.27. Cents. And it has a high of $8. That could either mean one of two things. Either it's seen its best days and it's no longer, you know, it's no longer an $8 company. It's, it, his, its best days are long gone. But here's the problem. His, be, his best, his, it's, uh, it's $8 high was in January of 2022, which tells me that it's not that far off. Now, if I saw that they hit $8 back in you know, 2020, 2021, I'm like, oh, COVID must have ravaged the company. It's no longer. No, this happened early this year. So it's giving me vibes that, hey, this company could have an uppercut left in its system. Again, we know that Warren Buffett used the last smoke strategy where he found companies with a lot of potential. And he bought in when it when that company was on its last leg. And he felt like every company had one more big smoke left. So he jumps in. That big smoke happens. He makes a ton of money. He sells. This is the kind of company I'm getting that vibe from. You get in at 25 cents, which is super cheap, and you know this company has the engines to run to $8. Or, let's be fair, we don't know if it has the engines to run to $8, but what we do know is at one point it had an $8 uh, stat. You know, it was it was an $8 company, you know, $8 per share company. So here's the bad news. Yes, 
optimistically, I would like to think that this company has the ability to get to $8. But the facts show this. It doesn't have that ability. What it does have the ability to do is to lose and to drop from $8 down to $0.25. Cents. That is a big difference between this company can run to $8 versus this company has dropped from $8. You have to make a decision as an investor and say, do I want to jump in with the potential, with the hope that this company can at some point get back up there? I'm going to make that decision as I continue to look, look forward. But dude, that is an insane, insane high. Okay, I don't even have to. Something had to go incredibly wrong for this company to hit. Let's 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 find it. Let's go through the lows or the or the losses, and let's find the day that just absolutely destroyed them. There's an 11 11 percent drop. I'm sure that didn't feel good. Uh, if you're an investor, here's another one. Back to back 11s. Not good. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to find. So it just lost consistently. It had consistent drops. It is very rare for companies to drop day after day after day after day after day. When we look at the news, I'm sure we're going to find out exactly what caused this. Look at this. Look at this. Wow. This is just, you want to see a dead body? There it is right there, okay? Down 15%, followed by 28%, followed by 18 This is, these are terrible numbers. And I have to know why. Why did this company go through this? That's what I'm trying to assess. All right. <laughs> All right. I was, I'm excited and scared at the same time. I don't know which one I'm more of. I'm going to go down to B minus only because, you know, I have to look at the facts. Optimism is telling me that this, this company has some legs, has a nice engine. It can get up there. It, first off, I've never seen that before. Let's get, let's start there. I've never seen a company drop from $8 to 25 cents in a year. I've never seen that before. So we're, we're talking about uncharted territory here. I hope you're as excited as I am. If you are, drop a, drop a like on the video, please. Um, oh man, I don't know what to think about this. This is certainly new to me. Okay. Uh, now let's take a look at the financial summary. Let's see if we can find out anything that gives us any type of let's look at the ratios the profit to earning ratio first off before this page change there is a zero percent return on investment i don't know if you caught that if not rewind it a zero return on investment for a penny stock is not bad in my opinion that means that the stock doesn't really hurt its investors or uh really rewards them but we know that we can find gaps of money making in, in that particular uh, uh situation however um Usually I see negatives when it comes to the return on investment. So the C is zero is actually pretty comforting, if I can be honest with you. All right, looking at the PE ratio for the company is uh, negative 0.77% or 0.7, whatever. I don't know if it's a percentage or not. But um, that certainly is, you know, that doesn't give me a lot of joy. I'll be honest with you. Not not nothing there for me. All right, dividends. One of these days, I'm crossing my fingers. I'm going to find a penny stock to offer dividends. I know today is not that day. Or is it? Or is it? Is it? Wait a minute. I'm seeing things. Uh, of course not. One of these days. All right. One of these days. All right. Taking a look. look uh, taking a look at the earnings. Let's see uh, if we have any earnings information. That is always good news um, when it comes to these companies. To see something around the realm of earnings makes me happy inside. All right. Let's look at the four. All right. The forecast is twenty-one point five seven million. I'm not sure how they get to that number because I don't know what they have right now in terms of revenue. What I saw, if I remember correctly, was a market cap of 3.77 million. I'm not sure if I believe they can take a number like that and bring it to 21 million dollars. I'm not sure how that would happen. That seems a little far-fetched. Okay, um, here's the revenue right here. Maybe this is the number I should be focusing on. The revenue is about 49 million. That's a big, that's a big difference. That's a big different number right there. That certainly changes things. And they're they're uh, posturing to 
accumulate, I would imagine another 21 million. I'm just not sure how they would do that, especially with the stock price having plummeted the way it has. I'm not seeing it. That doesn't mean that, uh, you know, it's not possible. I'm just saying, I don't, I'm not, I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing how that would, how that would work. Is it possible? Of course. Okay. But I don't see how it would be possible. So I'm going to hold off on that. Um, Let's see. What else do I want to look at? Uh, let's see here. I want to go back to financials because some something's telling me that a couple people might have missed something. And I just want to make sure I point it out just in case you missed it. And that is the return on investment. If we look right here, you'll see exactly what I meant by that. The return on investment is zero percent. I always look at that number when it comes to penny stocks, though. It doesn't really tell you much. But it at least tells me not a lot of people are losing money, according to this website. Of course, you want to cross-reference your, your sources. Now, taking a look at, oh, here we, here we go. Here's some fun here. Looking at hourly tra trading. If you're someone who trades hour by hour, this is very surprising. You know, when it comes to penny stocks, these algorithms don't really like penny stocks. So to see a buy and a strong buy is uh, definitely in encouraging. When we talk about trading at five-hour increments, Sale and strong sale. That's about what I expect to see from a penny stock. Uh, strong sale, strong sale for day trading, for weekly trading, strong sale and sale. And for monthly trading, both strong sales. So it looks like the stock does pretty well when it comes to trading on an hourly basis. If you're sitting in front of the stock market, your phone, and you're trading at an hourly rate, you can make some money from this company according to these algorithms. I don't tend to follow them as much as the uh, the average person might. Now, I want to take a look at MetX's stock split history according to what i'm seeing here they have zero stock splits that is great news a lot of companies um based in china don't seem to uh delve into stock splits they don't do that a lot and i like that about chinese companies um the only thing i remember in the past in terms of being afraid of something that, that could happen to a chinese company that I was invested in at the time was biden signing something that would have removed all chinese companies from the stock exchange that was terrifying but i made my money and got out so but that that was you know long gone no longer an issue but anyway uh Zero stock splits. Let me tell you, that definitely makes me feel okay. I'm going to go back to a B. It's a lot of negative here, but I like the algorithm seeing money to be made at an hourly rate. I like the fact there's zero stock splits. I like the $8 high. Oh my gosh. Hey, Sam, if you're watching this, man, we might have something here. Let's keep looking though. I want to now take a look at MetX's news. Let's see if there's anything in the news feed that could uh, potentially sway. Oh my gosh. This company has the worst news. And you know, it's really surprising because a lot of companies based in China don't have a lot of news on American news cycles. So the fact that this company does have tons of news and it all seems to work against them uh, is not not in, uh, is not something that's endearing. Now let's go back to January when this company was riding high, okay? And then it just, it just let's, let's read some of these, shall we? Let's just figure out why so many drops. And not only that, how why so many consecutive drops? That is so rare. I don't think you know how rare that is unless you invest on a regular basis. Okay, they provide updates on its metaverse vocational education courses. So apparently this company is trying to take advantage of the metaverse when it happens. Here's the problem. A lot of people will use metaverse as a buzzword. It is not a good buzzword because first off, first off Facebook has a track record of privacy issues. Okay, the, the list goes on and on. Okay, I don't have to tell you that. And also uh, the metaverse. Is there a date in which the metaverse is supposed to go live? Is it already out? Uh, will you need peripherals? So when it comes to the metaverse, it's not a good buzzword for me. To me, that just opens up a lot more questions, a bigger can of worms that 
that are not very clear. All right, so that probably didn't do so well for them necessarily. They lost 6% on that day. Announced this uh, strategic alliance. So there's a drop on the alliance, like uh, uh, alliance news. I would think that would have helped the company. If we go here, they regain compliance. When you regain compliance, that's a positive. So they regain compliance back in May, which is great. So why did this, the company drop? Interesting. And I would imagine that they regained compliance based on that incredible surge that we saw in January because they only needed to get above a dollar in order to regain compliance. They did that eight times over. Now, is it possible that these companies overseas, they have these little tricks and tactics to stop themselves from being delisted for being under a dollar? I don't know. That's above my care. I will tell you this though. It always seems to happen with these companies from overseas in China. They, they never they never get delisted like that. I don't see it. If you know one, let me know in the comments, but I don't see Chinese companies being delisted often. And I'm going to go ahead and say it. This is why I love investing in them. They don't get delisted that often. I don't, I don't know if it doesn't happen. All right, provides updates on this digital currency business. I like digital currency. It just so happens Dogecoin is a digital currency. So all right, already in my wheelhouse. Here's the problem. They drop 8%. Somebody knows something I don't know. Unless this company is just shoveling money that it's stuffed in their own. Anyway, I'm going too far. Anyway, provides updates on joint venture, joint ventures, alliances. I don't know. Acquisitions. Why is the company losing money or losing, uh, you know, transactions and losing investors on this type of news? When I see stuff like this and I'm not, you know, I don't have the, the background to tell you whether or not what I'm about to say is true. But when I see stuff like this. You know, for me, it's always a sign of manipulation. Again, I'm not uh, I'm not saying that this company involves themselves in that. I'm just saying that I like I like for points to connect. I like for things to connect. And when they don't, I always, I, 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 you know, I don't know why. I need to know why. Uh, good news should equal this. It's just like it's math. So when I see a 15% drop on, you know, what, what happened on that day? 7.5 million registered direct and private placement. I don't even know what that is. All right, but I have to I have to look into it because I don't know what that means exactly. All right, and I'm I'm like like I said I'm still learning myself. Um, this this whole 7.5 million registered direct and private placement offering seemed to really really grind the investors' gears. So I have to do some due diligence to figure out what in the heck happened. Here we go. Uh, let's see. China provided language. We know what they do. In a concurrent private placement, the company also agreed to issue to the same investors units to purchase pre-funded warrants to purchase up to 1.4. Maybe shareholders felt like they were going to dilute their shares by virtue of this private placement. They might have thought that this particular placement was illegitimate. All right. These are just some things that are uh, spawning as I'm as I'm reading. The purchase price for each unit will be 70 cents. Now, this news came out on August for, uh, 4th. And if we go back to August 4th in the historical data, let's see what the price was trading at on August 4th. Because here's what I, well, you know what? I don't want to make any assumptions. But I will say this. If the price listed in a price offering or a private placement is lower than the price that is trading at that particular time, that will definitely definitely caused some issues in the investing community. So if we look, we'll see that the registered direct and private placement, uh, it was each unit worth 70 cents on the fourth. What was this stock trading at? If it's higher than 70 cents, that could explain the, uh, the big mystery. 
All right, here we go. Going back to the fourth, it was trading at 95 cents. That explains it. So, you know, I could be wrong on this, but what happened is uh, when that news came out, the people who owned this company for 95 cents a share, they panicked. They said, hey, this this is not worth this. My share is not really worth 95 cents. It's worth 70 cents. So let me get out before it takes that plummet down to 70 cents. And it did. It even plummeted beyond that. And I'll maybe get back in once the plummeting plummeting has stopped. And this is why it had this giant drop from, uh, you know, 15 percent drop. And I think it's because of the information that came out on that day. So you have to watch the news if you're going to be an investor, obviously. All right. The warrants will have a five year term from the date of insurance. If you know anything more about what I'm reading here, feel free to jump in because, again, this is a community. I'm just the voice box. Uh, I definitely want to get some of the top investors in this particular realm of, uh, you know, what we're, what we're doing here in this video. And let's get some nice circulation going, some talking, some com com communication going. Uh, maybe you can point some things that I missed, you know, and obviously... Being a jerk about it is not the way to go about it. We're all trying to help each other. If you're not trying to help, then I don't even want you watching this. You know, get lost. But if you're trying to help, you, if you know something I'm missing, this is what we need you for. Okay? Because I would imagine I'm helping some people out myself. Now, I would like to take a look at the short percentage float of this company to see how many people are betting against the company. Okay? If we look right here at the short percentage float, about 3% of investors are banking on this company to fail miserably. I just... Do that in. All right, let's go ahead and take a look at Stock X. I mean, uh, Stock X, Stock Twitch to see exactly what the investors of MetX are saying. You know, I use Stock Twitch to, you know, weed through all the BS. Let's look at the uh, the words of the investors themselves. This stock right now is trading in the post market at twenty eight cents, and let's see, load, load. All right, this person is trying to load up on it looks like ardx i'm not sure, sure what that company is china china let me see here i saw some things and then stock twitch did what it does china rally all right so a rally would just indicate that it's going up the number of the price is going up so that person is either pointing it out it says uh be careful volatility can kill your profit medx and at 1.8 cents downturn all right so volatility can kill your profit if you sell all right, volatility by itself doesn't kill profit. That's that's a misconception, right? In my opinion, I think that's a mass generalization. If you know how to play the volatility, it doesn't kill your profit. If you get in low and it spikes up and you sell when it spikes up, you're good. The problem is if it you get in low, it spikes up and drops real low and you don't set, all right, it could be a problem. So, um, you know, it's really important to set limit sales. I, I do a lot of limit sales. Every time I buy or purchase into a position, I set limit sales right away. And I set them real high. Like if I got in into this company at... 28 cents, I'm setting a limit sale for like 51 cents. I've seen it get there before. So I know it's possible for it to happen. And I don't want it to hit 51 and I, and I not sell. That would be terrible. Okay. Don't underestimate China tickers. When they blow, they blow. I have to agree. Don't underestimate these Chinese companies. Because let me tell you something. They are very consistent. And when they blow, they blow, according to this person. All right. Could go off. T-A-L, I'm not sure what that, that is. I'm not good on uh, internet slang. All right, couple, uh, Medtex couple be a decent couple. I don't know what they're trying to say. I have no clue. All right, here it is. When Dogecoin was a thing way back when this company, okay, I can't read that. I don't understand that writing. All right, good stock, but get some cheap shares. All right, this is like broken English almost. In my experience playing this dog company, you might get a pump and dump. Right, you know, um, that's what I'm expecting. Look, if I get in at 28 cents, 
somebody from somewhere on the planet is going to pump this stock up just to, you know, pump it up. And when they pump it up, I go right up with them. And when they dump, I dump just before they dump. Look, a pump and dump is very simple. That's one some, some huge rich person somewhere in the world buying a ton of shares of this company. And then everybody's seeing the stock price go up and then they jump in. And just as it reaches the zenith, that person who pumped it up just sells everything and everybody else takes the bag on the fall down. So I noticed that. I know how that works. And usually I'll when I see a pump, if I get in early enough, I'll, I'll do exactly what the pumper does. I'll go up and sell just before that person sells. And I never have to take that ride back down. Of course, that only happens sometimes. All right, so it looks like a very mixed bag here. I see some people very bullish. I see some people very exhausted. I see a mixed bag. We have two page shields here, probably. You know, again, these writing is terrible. All right, um, a lot of bearish. Bearish means the company isn't moving. That's surprising. Uh, this company is so effed. Just read their filing. Oh, come on now. Don't tell me that. Okay, but that's that's hearsay. Because my thing is this, if it is so bad, if you've read the filing, why not post the filing? So let's go into this one. Let's look at, I see five comments here. Let's see if we can find out any more information from this person. You sound desperate. Somebody isn't happy. <laughs> and, they, and they feel the exact opposite of this particular investor. All right. Again, they're calling him a clown. So this could be someone who just kind of trolls this particular stock and just says things to discourage the uh, investors there. Lost 8.5 million in free cash flow. That is, I can't confirm that or not. Um, what I cannot understand is why should you be desperate when you probably had the best short of your life with this? Yes. Oh my gosh. Listen, <laughs> whoever shorted this stock made a gazillion dollars. All right. This, the stock was trading at $8, $8 in January and is now at 25 cents. Again, shorts are people who are betting on the, comp the company to fail. So if you bet it on this company to fail back in January, boy, did you just rake in the cash? You wrote, you raked in the cash. All right, so I have to agree with that. The shorts had a ball with that particular company. All right, soon this company will go bankrupt due to all the money they have spent and no new money coming in. It's over here. So I don't know if I, you know, I don't I'm not sure I disagree because when we look at the market cap, 3.77 million, that that is not a good cash runway. That is not a company that's just running away with the dough. So I have to say that 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 investor might know what they're talking about. All right, so let's go ahead and take a look at Doco. Doco is going to give us some information. That one investor did point out. Uh, that it might be a good idea to look at the filings. And that's exactly what we're going to do. So we're going to go to filings. We're going to go to the current reports and click view all. All right. Here is that. Oh, my gosh. This is not good. Uh, receives NASDAQ notification regarding minimum bid. So I thought that they regained compliance back in May. That's what I saw. But um, there is a small possibility they received a new notice based on their new price. Let's see. Um, Medin, okay. Uh, receives NASDAQ notification regarding minimum bid price deficiency. So this happened back in September. And if this is true, they ought to have at least six months to regain compliance. So September, October, November, December, January, February, March. Okay, in theory, they would have until March. But what I don't understand is this is conflicting with uh, other news I, that I've, I've read. So if we look here, let me see. I'm going to go ahead and type in regains. All right. Not sure why that happened. Let's go back and type in regains. All right. According to this site, they regained compliance back in May. So I would like to cross-reference that information with Doco because Doco wouldn't lie to me. Okay. 
But then again, I'm not seeing any information here from DOCO which suggests that they regain compliance. And let's see, let's see if we can find anything regarding compliance or compliance issues. All right, here it is. Maybe this is it. Um, they received a notification back in July 2021. Uh, and it looks like they may have regained compliance in May, according to uh, Finviz. All right, but let's keep looking. Uh, conditions. All right, I don't see anything which states they regain compliance. Uh, just not seeing that information. Uh, but I am seeing as of September, I want to open this up one more time. All right. Let me see. Pursuant to the requirements of the Security Exchange Act. All right. Uh, the registrant has duly caused this report to be signed on its behalf by the undersigned. All right. So it looks like if we go here, can we open this up? All right. Here we go, folks. We're doing some deep diving today. We're really looking into some things, trying to find what makes this company tick or what is probably going to uh, lead to this company's downfall. But we're trying to figure that out and we're going through everything at this point. We don't usually go this deep, but here we are. All right. Um, NASDAQ's ruling. Can I get a date in which they must regain compliance? Yes, we got one. Here we go. They must regain compliance by March 15, 2023. All right. So I got some I got some takeaways here. Yes, it is terrible news that they could be uh, potentially delisted. Delisted. Here's the great news, though. This company has shown that it has uh, resiliency. It received a notice back in May, but what happened? They were able to regain and get back on track by January. Wait, wait, hold on. Let me, let me rephrase that. They received a notice back in, uh, what was it, the 2021, right? And they showed that they had the ability to get back to above a dollar by January 2022. Now they got a second notice uh in may right and then this notice here comes in september and this shows me they have until march 15 2023 to regain compliance if the history or if their history is any indication they should be able to reach compliance by january i mean of course that's <laughs> you know what i'm saying fingers crossed on that of course that is not a guarantee but i'm, I'm just saying that if you can get to eight dollars i would imagine you have the cojones to get to at least a dollar which is the minimum price bid so um on that note i'm gonna say that there's some potential here because a lot of times especially if a company is trading at about like what 25 cents by the time that they are even in the space of being delisted, they're going to make a run. They're going to make a run at least to 40 cents, at least to 50 cents. So you would set your sale limit to maybe 40, 50 cents just to make a quick buck and then get the heck out of there. I'm not sure that you would invest in this company long term for the next five years. I'm not saying that, but I do think there's some money to be made between now and March. That's the question. Is there money to be made between now and in March 15th, 2023, you bet your, your, your biscuits it is. And I'm going to argue that um, that share price, at the very least, will touch 60 cents between now and March, at least. So I'm going to say there's some money to be made here. Okay, how much? Can tell you. Have no clue. Now, if we look at my uh, sim uh, Simply Wall Street resource, it gives me more information in a more narrative-based way. Um, the earnings have declined 46.6%. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. Shareholders have been substantially diluted. I, I bet. All right. Does not have meaningful market cap. That is very true. 3.77 million. Mm, not good. Um, currently unprofitable and not forecast to become profitable over the next three years, which is not good considering that if they don't get profitable or bring in some type of money by March 15th, things could get really bad. All right. Here it is, folks. I think I got it. I think I'm at a C plus with this company. And I just, I have to do this. It's been bothering me. 
if I were to jump into this company with 5,000 shares, and let's see, uh, let's see here, the price of those per share, let's say 20, I think I saw as of late, it was trading at 27.8, and let's have some real fun. Can we have some fun here? Uh, let's go to a dollar. Let's say you get in at 27.8 tomorrow, November 2nd on a Wednesday, and it, it, it explodes to a dollar by March 15th, 2023. Let's see what kind of profits you would stand you would stand to make. First off, it will cost you about thirteen hundred dollars to invest in that company, and then your profits would be about thirty six hundred. Look, not a bad day at the office, not a bad day. But let's have some real fun, shall we? Let's go up to eight dollars and fifty cents. Let's say by January they were able to regain those glory numbers of eight dollars and fifty one cents for crying out loud. Uh, with five thousand shares, let's have some fun here. Let's have some real fun. All right. Um. Let me see here. No, I made a big mistake. We don't want this kind of fun. All right, we want the purchase price to stay very low, which is where it is right now. And then we want to see what happens if it were to get up to uh, $8.50. Okay, again, you would spend about $1,300 on that particular investment, but the profit would be $40,000. I don't see it going back up to $8. I think that's a, a well wish. However, I do see it getting to about 60%. Based on what I'm seeing, we even saw that over the year, the average is what? I thought I saw two dollars and thirty some cents. Am I am I wrong or right about that? This is not over. This is over. Uh, this is since August first. But if we go back to beginning of the year, which could be a good thing or bad thing, depending on who, depends on who you ask. But if we go back that far and we look at the average, the average is about two dollars and sixty seven cents. So let's let's plug that in. Let's see what happens if it can at least hit its average, two dollars and sixty seven cents. What can we expect if it were to do that? Uh, we could expect a profit of about $12,000. That's what you could expect. So I don't see that happening either. I think it's going to be 60 cents and probably going to bottom out and be delisted. But again, I'll say this again. I don't, I can't recall many companies based in China being delisted. Is it impossible? Of course not. Okay. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying in my viewpoint, in my, this is my cone of view. I haven't seen it happen before. Um, yeah, I haven't seen a comp happening and they've done zero stock splits. <sighs> All right, folks, I think I am prepared to give this stock a C plus. There's a lot of risk in this company. I have to select a category uh, and then click education and then click create. All right. MedX is a C plus. It is official. It is on Wordy. Again, don't forget to create a Wordy account. And if you do, let me know. All right. But uh, I'm going to go C plus. I think it's a lot of risk, folks. It's a lot of risk here. And, you know, but here's the good news. We know where the risk is. We know the risk is really out in March. Um, could they do some crazy stuff between now and then? Of course, they can do a reverse split. A lot of crazy stuff could happen. But one thing that won't happen is it won't it won't be delisted. And that's the, the biggest thing I'm afraid of. Reverse splits suck, but they don't suck worse than being delisted. So that delisting is far off into the distance. So that makes me feel pretty okay. Uh, and I think if I were to get in, I would get in right away. And we, we also saw the low. The low was 25 cents. That low is not terrible, okay? If you got into 27 and dropped to 25, you're not going to lose a lot of money there. All right, let's just do the numbers, okay? Because why not? We, we got time to do it. So if you got in 20, 27 cents and then it dropped down to about 25 cents, here's what you would lose, okay? You would lose about $140. Not bad, right? But when you look at the upside, it's a lot of upside there, which is why I have to say this stock is a C plus. So you might be asking, Rick, are you going to jump in? <sighs> Good question. Um... I'll be honest with you. I'm right now in my investing life. 
I'm always I'm looking for guaranteed hits, right? If there's a if if there's such a thing in investing penny stocks, but um, if I were to get into this company, if I'm being completely transparent, I would probably get in really low, two thousand shares, four thousand shares maximum, because I don't really trust this company like I do some of the uh, my surefire stocks. I would definitely be very cautious when going into this company. I'm not sure I would do it, um, but if I were to do it between now and tomorrow. It might be about 2,000 shares just to say I got some skin in the game just in case it goes on a run, which I think this company has the potential to do. But outside of that, I wouldn't go crazy with 7,000, 10,000, 15,000 shares. No way. <laughs> OK, I don't really trust this company, but it does have some 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 great potential in my personal opinion. So that's all I have for you. Thank you, Sam, for requesting this company or this analysis. If you have a penny stock that you're interested in me checking out, please, please do not hesitate to, to comment on the video or just you know, uh, DM me or whatever you got to do to get in contact with me. Not that difficult to do, right? So anyway, uh, thank you for watching. Please like the video. Please subscribe for more. And I'll see you in the next one. Peace.